Hello, hello. We are back with another episode of the. What is this podcast called? The Friends, Friends with, with Benefics. <laughs> Friends with Benefics podcast. We are back with another episode of the Deccan Walk. And yeah, yeah. This time we'll probably post the Deccan, uh, the Deccan episode within the Deccan that is that we're experiencing. But no promises. One hopes. One hopes. Yes, we'll see. We'll see. Um. So today we are talking about Deccan two of Aries and of the Zodiac. Um, if you start with Aries, yeah. <laughs> yes, if you start with Aries, you don't have to start with Aries. You just have to start with the cardinal sign. Debatably, <laughs> unless you're Chinese. <laughs> oh, I mean, don't they start with their own cardinals? They just consider. Oh, that's true, huh? That is true. Yeah. Cardinal really just means starting them. So, <laughs> technically, anything you start with will become cardinal. I suppose that's true. So, um, so let's review. I said I want to start with uh, the Orphic Hymn to uh, the deity associated with this decade. But first, let's review the old one, the, right, the right, right. past decade. And <laughs> boy, fucking howdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah i hate this discourse entirely mm-hmm. mercury and aries sucks um <laughs> mercury in the first decan of aries that we just went over last time uh, starting i think with the most visible thing that happened the, the most visible thing since mercury entered this decan and entered combustion right uh, extreme invisibility and the most visible thing was very Aries, Aries one, not just Aries, because there's a there's we're gonna get we get into the different qualities of uh, we're gonna get into the different qualities of the sign and the different bounds, but Mercury in the in the bound of Jupiter, famous people, um, right, 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 in the sign of Aries, um, and the Deccan that is double ruled by Mars, that's right. ruled by Mars by any metric. Um, <laughs> Famous people slap one another. <laughs> and then one famous person slaps another person. And then a bunch of other famous people say that the slapper, uh, that, that the person who slapped, deserves to be treated like an attack, treated like an attacking criminal. Yeah, treated with violence and incarcerated, yeah. Yep. And For the and the <laughs> and the shit ton of exaggeration with Mercury right, and right. Jupiter's bound. <laughs> He could have killed him. For those who don't know, count your lucky stars because they're gonna go away. I'm gonna tell you about how Will Smith smacked Chris Rock in the face once with an open hand in at the Oscars. Chris Rock laughed out loud. Yeah. Chris Rock yeah. laughed out loud and and played into his bit <laughs> and re- recovered because he's a professional performer. He, he like no matter how shitty his jokes are, he's a professional performer and he re- he can recover. He didn't lose. He didn't even lose his balance, which is another th- another credit to uh, occurrences happening with the sun, Mer- the sun and Mercury in the decan of Jupiter. Uh, sorry, in the decan of Mars, and the term, um, of, Jupiter. And the term of Jupiter. 
famous people who are capable of taking a hit. Yeah. The Jupiter and Mars are both superior planets. So, like, they're not money. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. No one was really hurt except Jada Smith. Yes, that part. Who was insulted on live television for (laughs) for no reason. For no reason. And these jokes have been going on for 20 plus years. Yes. Uh, Chris Rock uh, does not have a good record of being respectful of uh, black women and especially black women and their hair and black women and their um, disabilities. Hmm. So that's there. There's and boy, howdy, the this Copic calls this deck in the burning axe. No, it's just the axe. It's just the axe. Burning is for uh, later. a later decade. Um, so we'll see what unfolds in, at the end of, at, in the middle of April about that burning stuff. But, um, Jesus, I hope that's not a forecast for something horrible. I hope oh it's just like a bunch of roasts. Um, but, but regardless, last decade was the axe. It was ruled by Hades and the, 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 the deity associated with the uh, with the Deccan, the first Deccan of uh, Ares, is Hades, um, uh, known as I don't referred to as Idonius, which is in this case would be like uh, or, I, or the wife of Persephone is the connotation there, and even um, like uh, a little bit yeah. of connotation of um, the mortal wife of Persephone. So before mortal spouse. Yeah, yeah. Or oh. portal stars. <laughs> I'm gay. My brain. It's <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. But existence is gay. I I spoke to the supreme being of all creation. They're gay. So right, right, right. everything is gay. According to a song by a straight man. <laughs> I I don't know if he's straight. There was the a big big world wrote a song called Everything is Gay. Um, okay. If you're gay, okay. then you're gay. If you're straight, well, that's great. <laughs> um, but the spouse of Persephone, um, Idonius and um, Hades, that in the myths we know uh, is all about protecting her and defending her. Right. And when she's disrespected, the people don't end up well. <laughs> right, yeah, right. They don't end up dead because uh, they, they end up with uh, held back. But certainly, um, I mean, yeah, Chris Rock was participating as a comedian, as a mercurial mm-hmm. figure in the moment. Uh, and he uh, was subject to a visible loss of dignity, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And not, uh, it's interesting is that Mercury, um, moved out of its, move out of a a bad place. But became combust. Yes. So we have a a mixing of dignities. A bunch of people are on Chris Rock's side because he's a mercurial figure who has, um, who is no longer at a disadvantage who's no longer at a demonstrable disadvantage right 
but and is I mean, like, oh, this poor boy, he's being assailed. Right, right, right. He's right. the one that did the assailing. Someone made the point that like uh, a lot of people are making comments because they they don't recognize verbal violence as uh, they don't recognize verb verbal actions as violence. Right. And um, that's. That's just not. <laughs> uh, Mars isn't an air sign right now. Words are still violence. Yes. Um. And that's. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's she a cultural difference. Yeah. She was insulted on the basis of her marginality on live television, which was broadcast in, like hundreds of countries. Yep. And like, there there are probably a hundred thousand think pieces on this. And probably like 10, I was going to say 10,000, but maybe like 10 or 50 of them are worth listening to and worth reading. Yeah. Um, so do that. Go and look up, go, go and look that up if you uh, care to hear more about that. But we have uh, Mercury, uh, Mercury assailing. Um, uh, we have a Venusian figure, Jada Pinkett Smith, being assailed um, on live television, being besieged, be, like being trapped in a situation because right, she right. was she was there next to her partner, next uh, for Will. Will yeah, was yeah. being nominated, and when comedians are on stage at the Oscars, they're supposed to make fun of the nominees, not their wives. Right. Um, but Chris Rock just had uh, plenty of bad things a, to say. Apparently, yeah, plenty of bad things to say about. Uh, like Jada Pinkett Smith, and he's had it for had that for twenty years. He's he's gives off the Mercury in the first decan of Aries, at least by transit, enables the voices of people who um, got no game whatsoever and are bitter about. Them. And yeah, I, I think that's a pretty. Um evident mercury uh like in combustion under the beams uh first of all yeah chris rock was um blinded by his ego and his station believed that nothing would come to it come mm-hmm. if he did whatever he wanted uh and also yeah like um there the the violence of what he said is being uh, obfuscated by people who would defer to power yes for various reasons mm-hmm Yes. Um, that and Jupiter was next to Nep is still next to Neptune. That's true. In in that area, so Jupiter, being the Bound Lord, is the automatic last say, like or automatic last say guy, basically. And he's a little drunk, just like I am. <laughs> I'm not bad. I think this is yeah. I'm fine. But I would yeah. say. Will Smith did something ethical. <laughs> yeah, no, that Absolutely. I like. Uh, did, did did you see how many people were thanking uh, Will Smith for inciting yep. fear in comedians because right. they're not funny? Right. It's just like a lot. Like punching down is not funny. Punching down is societal violence. It's just violence. And it's punching like just because Jada Pinkett Smith is rich doesn't mean that Chris Rock, an able-bodied man, did who's not... Also rich. Uh, who's also Who was also rich, did not punch down, because 
on her disability, on her uh, womanhood, because right. he called her G.I. Jane, which is uh, an ima- which is a masculinized figure. Totally. Um, and it said, oh, Will Smith laughed, he exclaimed, uh, and uh, Libra, Libra won how the opposition comes to play. Right, right. We, like, we don't, like, Ares won the Deccan as uh, as the face, the face that it pre- presents. I don't, not in image, there are images associated with it. But since Deccans are called faces, the face that Ares won pre- presents is being, um, is being forward and acting based on our relations in like and in order to um stop the spread of our relation because like that joke was uncalled for mm-hmm. that was, that joke was simply uncalled for do she she wasn't like the joke is it's not a roast the roasts are where those jokes would be okay and it's um it's the oscars millions upon millions of people watch this and it's it's just not cool um you know like mm -hmm. countless black women and people with alopecia (laughs) yes and the yes so truly truly um will was acting as the sun Yes, finally combusting mercury yeah, yeah, yeah. and in the uh, death and, and in the bound of venus at the time i believe if i recall correctly i probably don't know it's been a few days it has I, I don't know if i could look it up but <laughs> it'll be it either it's in the bound of venus and um it's in rep it's in protect it's in protection of um women and it's about and that would explain why he's being besieged or it's in the bound of Jupiter, and it's about righteousness and ethicality in inter-social, uh, in intra-societal relationships. There's a New York Post about the astrology of that, apparently. Uh, but I mean, I was I was gonna say mm-hmm. I. Right, right, right. I think I think it must have been. Or mm-hmm. I can't actually tell. I can't actually tell. But I, I do know, um, like something I was uh, thinking about. I guess is yeah. Uh, yeah Will, Will Smith is a natal Libra sun, and his sun mm-hmm. is right on the south node, and it was applying transiting to his north node, and it ruled uh. the degree of the IC, which is in Leo. And see, so, yeah, yeah, he was defending his family, and he yeah. said in his speech he felt called by God to do so. That's very nodal. Yep, the nodes are God. That's why people hate them. <laughs> <laughs> hate God, hate the nodes. I. Yeah, basically, because the nodes do have a lot. We'll see when the nodes get to these decans. <laughs> what that happens about? Hopefully, it's nothing about. The Smith family. Hopefully, it's nothing about Chris Rock. I hope they just fade into obscurity and enjoy their wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like disperse it and like spread it out. <laughs> they can do that. They they can do whatever they want with that. But I think well, were there any um, personal things or other other things you were noticing with the 
Deccan besides that right. the slap I mean, that's heard around the world. Right. Uh, the other big thing I I was paying attention to, which is similarly in theme uh, as regards to um, misogynoir, was the Senate hearing of um, Katanji. Katanji um, uh, Jackson, or Brown Jackson, who should be approved as a Supreme Court justice soon. Yes, I remembered her first name, but the last two names are literally the most forgettable names. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's another. That would be more Venus uh, being the the nature of it is definitely and like the profile of it. I feel like the Deccan uh, this Deccan walk is good for what shows up in the news since the sun is all about profile. That's true, that's true. And uh, and this was definitely in mm-hmm. the form of Jupiter. And she's yeah. to be a judge. Mm-hmm. Right, she is a judge. She has to be a justice. Yes. And, and I, I think, mm-hmm. I, I mean, pardon me, but uh, like, it is just really <laughs> evidently visible how... Uh, and discouraging, yeah. Mm-hmm. How uh, how much she uh, needs to be overqualified to even qualify. Yeah. Meanwhile, we saw a very quick and um, light uh, in pro- a light version of the same procedure for extremely tasty for a, a rapist recently. Oh, I oh no. That, I oh, didn't oh. even hear about that. I was thinking oh, I mean, of... Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, right. I was thinking of the other... Amy Barrett? Amy Coney Barrett. Amy yes. Coney Barrett, yeah. And they're both, the two of them, terrorists. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. It was not great. <laughs> um, and they both have jobs for life now. Yeah, yeah. And they're both very young. Mm-hmm. So, that's great. Pluto and Aquarius is going to destroy this place. (laughs) That's not a prediction. I don't think that's true. But, like, please. (laughs) And I won't be taking any action to make sure that it's true, because I am lazy. But, please. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know. Well, it should just be its own country. <laughs> it should be. I don't want to live here for longer while it's under U.S. occupation. But I'll get a passport if it's <laughs> if like if it finally need a passport to go there Certainly. to or to come back. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Um, on my end, realizing with, with I've been feeling a lot more invigorated that. This is by like, this is not like I haven't been doing much. I have been like conserving focus for other things, but I did find my trumpet in my in the back of my um, closet, and I found a mic that I'll be using probably next episode or something because this audio is. Not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's last that's the last ten days. 
that was the two of wands the speaking of um the the looking forward having the world in your hand because you're making that decision um ruled by idonius hades as the one who we end up the one who we all end up answering to yeah like and the choosing uh, between alternative futures by acting by committing yep. an action mm-hmm. and i feel like it's also um I, I like that thing with Mercury answering to that, um, with Hades being the the deity over this Deccan. Mercury in this Deccan, kind of speaking to everyone's taking this small instance and trying to draw to its to the source of the river, and it's just like you're not as good at swimming up river as you think. And yeah, I mean this will. Uh, certainly, I mean, almost certainly, barring weird things, uh, lead to, I mean, the death of one thing, which is the United States, which has never had a black Supreme Court or black woman Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully it will lead uh, to uh, the death of pu- terrible punching down comedy. <laughs> yes. Yes, hopefully so. Hopefully fucking so. Um, which has been so very in vogue for the past several years and it like that point of Mercury not like Mercury being combust here and people being a lot less a lot more horrible at swimming upstream and finding this finding the source of a river like I saw someone making a valid point, but it felt unfleshed out, and that's that's like probably a lot of this, uh, the, like a lot of this. I'm not necessarily going to go into that because it's kind of a um, conversation for the black community to have, and I don't want like I I'll be part of that conversation later, but I don't want to like put it on a larger platform that I don't know. I don't know who listens to this. If you listen to this, tell me. You have to. T- you don't have to tell me at all. But like, let me know. <laughs> let me know. Send me daily reminders of just like, hey, did you edit the next episode yet? Hey, did you line up the next? <laughs> 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 just delegate my <laughs> executive function onto my followers. Onto the, the audience. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. And personally, I felt um, more being able to be more directed in goals and i've been i've been working connecting with the mars talisman and it's been more explicit now that mercury's transiting this decade as well totally and i've been able to kind of type typey typey about it this series has been good for me too in terms of keeping on top of things and i mean yeah when i think it's tying ourselves to the sun (laughs) what it is and honestly what better bitches are there to do it (laughs) just two aries is sitting in their rooms (laughs) yep alrighty okay now to the future and the present because we're in the decan of the sun the second decan of Aries Um, it is I'm just gonna read off of the wonderful template that uh, Emerald made (laughs) 
like find it. Right, yeah, and I guess that would be uh, um, double Mars deck in signification as I went down and I just uh, I put in the effort to drop a huge table of everything mm-hmm. that we were having yes. in front of us. Alright, so this is a second decadent of Aries associated with the Three of Wands. I don't know if I am visible. Three of Wands. <laughs> um, and the sun. It's, this is double ruled by the sun. So uh, in Chaldean order, it's ruled by the sun. In Triplicity order, it's ruled by the sun. Um, and uh, Crowley and the Golden... Uh, well, Crowley called it... Virtue. Crowley called it virtue. The Golden Dawn called it established strength. Yep, precisely. Um, precisely. Um, and the, according to Cosmas, the deity ruling over this deck is Persephone. And that is why I worship Persephone. Or that's one of the astrological confirmations of me worshipping Persephone. Right. Which, I, you should read that. Um. <laughs> we, then, so, uh, now that we've brought that up, I'm going to finish rattling off the facts and then we're going to get into the, the conversation of what we think is going to happen after we do a little Orphic Hymn for Persephone. Um, yeah, so that's ruled by Persephone. Copic calls it the crown. Um, yeah. Also, interestingly, we're not going to get too much into this because neither of us are super well-versed in Kemet, but Ptolemy says that uh, associates Anubis with this decker. So, yeah. Um, and, did I lose the fuck? Oh, I saw the page. Okay. And yeah, Aurorus to the, to the previous, which is apparently um, a like a variation of Horus. But yeah, again, not ah. not a, not a Kemetesis. <laughs> yeah. Which we didn't cover that last time. But anyways, yeah, moving on. <laughs> All right. So... Daughter of Jove, Persephone divine, come blessed queen unto these rites incline. Only begotten, Pluto's honored wife, O venerable goddess, source of life. Tis thine in earth's profundities to dwell, fast by the wide and dismal gates of hell. Jove's holy offspring of a beauteous mien, avenging goddess, subterranean queen. The furies of source, fair-haired, whose frame proceeds from Jove's ineffable and secret seeds. Mother of Bacchus, sonorous, divine, and many formed the parent of the vine. Associate of the season's essence bright, all ruling virgin bearing heavenly light, with fruits abounding of a bounteous mind, horned and alone desired by those of mortal kind. O vernal queen, whom, o vernal queen <laughs> whom grassy plains delight, sweet to the smell and pleasing to the sight, whose holy form and budding fruits we view, earth's vigorous offspring of a various hue, espoused in autumn, life and death alone, to wretch mortals from thy power is known, for thine to the task according to thy will, life to produce and all that lives to kill. Here, blessed goddess, send a rich increase of various fruits from earth with lovely peace. Send health with gentle hand and crown my life with blessed abundance free from noisy strife. Last in extreme old age, the prey of death, dismiss me willing to the realms beneath, to thy fair palace of the blissful plains where happy spirits dwell and Hades reigns. Alright. So, Deccan 2 of Ares, the, the shitback Deccan. It's not. I, sorry, that's self-deprecating humor. I'm not allowed to do that. I, <laughs> very much not the shitback that can actually. Um, Jackie Chan 
has his son here. Other people have their son here. Totally. I have my son here. <laughs> I wanted to get to other people, but I could only remember Jackie Chan, who also has my own birthday. Uh, oh, damn. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Crowley yeah. calls it virtue, uh, which, like... This is... I, oh, this Deccan also is when he channeled the Book of Law. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. He channeled it on 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 the exact exaltation degree of the sun, which is another point. Is, oh yeah, <laughs> this, we should mention that. Yeah. This Deccan includes the exact exaltation degree of the sun, which only happens, which only seven out of uh, thir seven out of the thirty-six Deccans include an exaltation degree. Only seven out of the twelve signs include exalt or exalt anything at all. Um, I mean, only seven is, but more than half. But but, but it's not all. <laughs> yeah, it's not all. Gemini, <laughs> Aquarius, Leo, Sagittarius, and Scorpio. Right, right. Um, I didn't know he channeled the Book of the Law uh, at the Exaltation degree. Was that delivered, or um, did it elect itself? I think it elected itself. Damn, damn. Um, I feel like yeah, because it was it was at noon. Uh, it was at it was at noon with uh, he probably elected it for noon, but I don't think he elected it for exact exaltation degree. Mm. Or maybe who knows? Who knows what Crowley was up to? Not I even he knows. <laughs> I think there, I mean yeah, really near I the end at a least. Logic, a logic behind um, the the moniker virtue, mm -hmm. um, insofar as like. Um, I mean, the the big reason that the sun is, um, I mean, it governs the metaphysical life uh, mm -hmm. because, um, yeah, you know, every birth uh, and every beginning of a thing is reflected by uh, the beginning of a day or the rising of the sun. Yes. And then the uh, conclusion of any metaphysical con concept uh, is uh, symbolized by the setting and mm -hmm. the sun being an object which regularly rises and sets um, is born and dies over and over again carries this connotation of a thing which can apply agency and light and therefore uh, in, yeah, well, mm -hmm. light and therefore intelligence and agency judiciously with an acknowledgement that um all power at some point must be delegated all um all agents eventually wane in their ability mm -hmm. all uh you know you can't be awake all the time yeah yeah um, unless and... you're in i mean the sun is awake all the time in the summer and uh in the north pole <laughs> i suppose so i suppose so but then he sleeps for a long time <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not not always. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your sleep, your your rest must be e equal to your play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and the sun is um, is representative of this. Um, yeah, yeah. Respect towards co-equality and towards um, especially yeah. Three of Wands is um, a stable. Um, interaction of 
influences or wills or I like to translate uh, fire hot and or hot and dry into what is subjectively known. So mm-hmm. like our identities, our genders, uh, our convictions. Uh, yeah. Whenever you have three of these forces in equal, um, like equally, with equal gravity upon one another, mm-hmm. they create a stable system that does not yeah. move, is not disturbed, and in fact will maintain its stability. Yes. And that is virtue, is being able to uh, accommodate your own gravity and the, the limits of your agency responsibly. And that's why this, uh, that, well, not why, but that's uh, another correspondence. A, syn- a, syn- a synchronization, a correspondence with Persephone's story of that she, like, uh, she goes into the underworld not to die, but to take care of, to, well, well, it is still a death. It's still a death of um, that, of Kore. She's no longer, she doesn't occupy the space of Maiden in, during the winter. Yeah. And um, the wife of Hades. She's the wife of Hades, and she is there in the underworld. My philosophy, my own philosophy on it is that her, her stay in the underworld is um, the, is Christmas, basically. Or like the the reason for a winter festival, um, is like oh winter's getting like in, in the fall you're like oh winter's coming near that's sad but you have a joyful um, you have that uh, the fest- festival Sol Invictus you have something to um, remind you that there's hope and Persephone serves as the reminder that there's hope Persephone right. ruling this Deccan because she's making good on the promise of hey. Here's the hope. Light is coming back. Because the sun is the basis of all ontology. Before, um, I mean, before it is explained to you, before you have an understanding of um, why it rises and sets, and, you know, it will probably be around for 300 more billion years or 30 billion years or something. I don't know exactly the math. I am mm-hmm. entirely excited. They thought it was, they think it's going to, they think it's like middle age right now. <laughs> Which is hilarious that for all of human history, um, Ptolemy's ages, um, Ptolemy's uh, ages of man uh, have been ac- has been accurate. That the sun is the is middle age because it's okay. the middle of the uh, you go Chaldean order, and then you go so m- moon, oh, oh, Mercury, yes. Venus, then the sun in the in the literal prime of your life, the middle of your age. Damn, that's interesting. <laughs> um, so the sun is in middle age because we Earth's been around the solar system's been around for five billion years five and a half maybe and then is projected to die in another five billion oh okay 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 totally uh but yeah i, w- I was gonna say the the sun is the basis of all ontology because another hot and dry thing when it's gone you just have to have faith that it will come back mm-hmm. yeah that's that's all invictus is you have to have faith that the winter will end and you will make it through yep and that's why winter starts and ends with jupiter signs um, <laughs> Yeah, good point. Um, good point. Uh, and I did want to say one thing about Persephone is like, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the myth, right? Um, in many Greek myths, uh, like many Greek myths, this myth features uh, features rape of Persephone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just want to like draw, like build context on that because uh, I don't think we should necessarily take it super, super literally. I mm-hmm. think it's just an 
argument or uh, a, a metaphor that reflects the idea that um, death takes everything unwillingly. Although we can definitely talk about how misogynistic Athenian culture was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where the sun is Mars ruled, and it's time to talk about misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a good that's a good thing. Every every Mar every Aries season, every Scorpio season, we just take a moment, sit down. Guys, misogyny. <laughs> What are our action plans to deal with that? Because, like, we like when we don't take action to deal with that, mm. we get shit like Chris Rock. But when we take right, action, right. like, to deal with that, we get shit like Will Smith. Well, yeah, because like, okay, the sun, the sun is the middle point of the, of the solar system and of, mm -hmm. you know the classical universe. Oh yeah, middle speed, and. Mm -hmm. uh, on either side of it, it, as a reflection, are Venus and, and Mars. And Venus and Mars signs reflect each other in the zodiac. And, um, like, they are both nocturnal. They both <laughs> describe interpersonal relationships. Uh, and Mars, uh, to contrast Venus, is much more unilateral, is much more an application of agency upon an other. And, <laughs> yeah, like, that can be uh, coercive, dominating power. And it, but it also can be protecting those who have little power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like Venus and Mars that, that demand that coercive power. dominating power be addressed doesn't mean that you have to coerce. It means that you can free from coercion yeah. or uh, free from domination. But it doesn't mean that you're not gonna do like that. It's just there. It's just a possibility. It's um it's a path and a light novel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, but can't believe I didn't make that connection for light novel and uh, astrology is a science of light. You know, it is. It is. Um, yeah. Which that could be another uh, like three of wands uh, delineation uh, insofar as like. Um, Whenever, when, when you have a two of wands, that's just a, uh, a direct confrontation between individuals with no overarching um, system or, uh, or broader context that is relevant. When you have three wands, that's also someone who you're protecting or a history of oppression that is playing into this scenario. Yes. Um, a, third, a third agent. Yeah, the third three wands. I uh, like, and it is interesting. Like it in this card, the symbolism. He's whole, he's he's chosen one. There's one that he could have chosen, and there's one that the, that third agent involving history. Is it beside him? I thought it was um, behind him. One, two, two beside oh, one behind. Right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. One, one behind him, as like that still right. informs you. That ace of wands is still informing you that root of fire that root of your empathy that root of um emote of um urge is still gonna um be there right 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 yeah um, i feel you're reaching for a keyword yeah <laughs> the crown this is right 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 the, the comic, a uh, juicy comic. decade. 
<laughs> it's a hot and dry decade, but it's juicy. Um, the sun is juicy. <laughs> One can say. Plasma's a liquid. Okay, okay. I'm it's mad the sun is... Oh yeah, plasma's a fluid. I'm so <laughs> mad that the sun is a fluid. <laughs> but the sun is a fluid. Well, uh, all the diurnal planets are fluids. <laughs> For those listening the to the podcast, I just dropped my jaw. Just dropped their jaw. That's that's what. Uh, no, no problem. Uh, new new pronouns updating, <laughs> releasing soon. Uh, oh no no I meant. I, eh. You know, the sun in the second decade and nearing my solar return would be a good time to announce that I'm going. I'm widening my pronouns to he and they, um, because I don't. I'm, ugh, ugh. <laughs> and I'm, sorry, I'm I reconsidering a name. I'm no, 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 no. I, I was. I mean, I was like, it was. I, I put they them so people would get used to using they. And he is still an option. I don't mind he at all. I I, I kind of enjoy it sometimes. Uh, it's just sometimes I don't. Uh, and I had to get rid of my Tumblr trauma before I was um, out as a he-they on Twitter. Fair enough, fair enough. Pardon me? <laughs> because sometimes people see he-theys as he-thems. Ooh. Uh, that was... Fully brought to you by my materiality, and I apologize. <laughs> um. I'm distracted because I'm literally updating my pronouns on my Twitter right, right now. Oh, it's tricky. So, Kappa Oops. calls, Kappa calls uh, this this deck in the crown. The crown, yeah. Which and uh, is... I had to hold myself <laughs> back. For so like I, I saw that and I was just like I will not let that go to my head I will not let that go to my head I will oh not let goodness. that go to my head it didn't and I should have let it go to my head because I <laughs> I am an awesome guy <laughs> the delineation uh, he expounds upon mm-hmm. for that image is this idea of being an like a uh, okay I <laughs> In, okay, relativistic gravity <laughs> is a way of imagining the universe, a way of looking at, at the mm-hmm. math, yes. which uh, informs, like, it causes, it is often used, given the metaphor that if you put a large object on a trampoline, it will weigh down the geography of the trampoline in such a way that things will fall towards the weight, the center. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, relativistic gravity is an argument that space-time works in a similar way. And the crown decan is very much a description of having a high enough volume of energy within yourself that you can just walk around and warp local space-time. You know, I'm gonna bring it back to Persephone, because... <laughs> That's what I was. I was raised Catholic, and I still haven't deprogrammed the um, evangelizing part. She literally, where she goes is where the human energy follows. There's, uh, yep. uh, There's actually, uh, and 
this when she goes into the underworld there's a spring of deaths because more people are likely to die in the winter um, or at least were and probably still no, are at least nice. a little bit um, right right but um, I, I always had a thing uh, uh, I, I kind of like noticed I've been dealing with Persephone and Dem Demeter going together and I uh, needing to come to terms with Demeter as a figure because of uh, stupid fandom programming but uh, Persephone uh, brings joy uh, where she uh, uh, provides growth and light where she is and she lights up the underworld when she's there and she lights up the surface world when she's here um, and that's that's really interesting as well those two figures that she flits between uh, are also functionally equivalent with their domains mm -hmm. Hades lives in Hades Ceres lives on Earth yep Ceres lives in the cereal fields yeah um um I, I was gonna say something and then as I started to say I was going to say something disappeared from my brain oh good <laughs> but well you're right Persephone does carry that that relativistic gravity with her yep oh she um and there's a myth that um uh that states that she was the one to craft the um the shape of humans Oh, okay, she okay. took she took river she she took mud by the river, either the river Styx or the river Nemesine, and um, she formed the shape of humans, and then she um, went went to Zeus just like oh look at this and Zeus gave life, so to so in life we belong to the gods, uh, the gods above, in death we belong to Persephone and her domain and the gods below as the um, interpretation of that. I see, I see. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What else is there? So the decans here, I said before re recording, are Venus and Mercury. So we're talking about queerness. Um, um, right. Or you mean the terms in question? Yeah. Yes. The terms in the de in this de the terms in question right. to this decade. The, the last two degrees of the Venus term, and then the full full Mercury decade, and it ends at term term Mercury term <laughs> Mercury right term. We're not going to get a Mercury decade for a month for twenty. <laughs> no, a month. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then, okay, so yeah, yeah. Mercury term ends right at is completely um, included within and ends in sync with this decade. Right. Which only happens a couple times in the zodiac. Literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. L literally two? Literally or? twice in oh. Aries and Aquarius. <laughs> ah, what? Which decade was that? Let, let me see. Or which term decade sync oh, up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Jupiter term ends at 20 degrees. Of course, Mercury and Jupiter would do that. <laughs> but in bounds, they sync up with their decans and sextile each other. Oh, so, yeah. 
uh, interesting because the usually they're opposed. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Planets all have interesting relationships. <laughs> yes, they're the gods. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true, you're right. I, I may have may have put that a little too early in the series. We should have spent a little... <laughs> maybe oh, should have spent a little more time building up and this then... Is- this is the double solar second. Then like, <laughs> I guess then we like talk about revealed. Things. We're just yes, we're gonna reveal that like, oh, this is we're just evangelizing for astrology. To, just not like star sorceress. Yeah. Yeah. Star sorcery. Star sorcery. Oh my gosh, that's foreshadowing for the next episode after this. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's just what I've been calling myself. <laughs> uh, I'm having Ursula on next episode. I'm oh. probably. No, I'm not gonna edit this out because it's so Solus Deccan and, and I'm happy and it's just it's a good de- good way. I'm having Ursula on next oh, episode really? for um uh thing. We're recording we're recording on a date that will be disclosed. Disclosed when it's released. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I'll that I'll keep secret. But yeah, yeah. So we have we have two degrees of a Venus term. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and a full eight degree Mercury term here, and, yes. and so yeah, like insofar as local relativistic gravity, uh, these two planets are very much about getting what you want without being noticed for it. Uh, yes, about being amiable and um, okay, okay, like uh, exercising. 11th house goodwill or good Mm -hmm. spirit uh, in order to um, yeah yeah not uh, well well, in order to exercise agency upon the environment non-destructively yes and then Mercury is very much about deeply understanding the environment so Mm -hmm. that uh, agency can be applied medically surgically Mm -hmm without being noticed necessarily yeah yes that's we were having a conversation earlier about um, Hermes I believe uh, the Hermes Trismegistus and how he's basically just a metaphor for the planet Mercury um, mm-hmm. because there there are texts where he literally says I am like I when where he gives instruction for a talisman that says when I am in the middle of Virgo, um, and also there's stories of him and how he's able to be in the palace of the sun and not be recognized, and that's literally just Mercury being in the same sign the sun is in and invisible. <laughs> right, and um, how like oftentimes bards used to be spies because they would sing their kings to sleep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point for the exaltation degree being in the bound of Mercury, right. is that a good king is, in the end, decided by his servants. Yes. Decided yes. by the people who um, entertain that's him cool. and the people who de- deliberate for him. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of the the modern equivalent, which would be uh, 
I mean, the, the thing that's really coming to mind is uh, Russia, Ukraine, right? Yeah. Um, everyone expected, uh, or not necessarily, but uh, everyone saw a possibility for that to be a three-day war uh, where yeah. Ukraine lost very quickly. Uh, and that's exactly what Putin's uh, generals and uh, intelligence agencies and advisors were mm -hmm. telling him to expect. That's what they planned for. And then they wildly overextended themselves, and now they're losing the war. I saw Zelensky's chart today, and oh my god. Yeah? Venus Kazemi, uh, Jupiter on the Ascendant, and Aquarius, no, no, in Gemini. Um, so when people see him, they're just like, oh, he's a little weakling, but it's still Jupiter on the Ascendant. And I it's <laughs> still Jupiter on oh, yeah. the Senate and Venus Cosini. <laughs> He's in Astro Data Bank. Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a very interesting chart that I'll have to I'll have to examine later. <laughs> do you want do you want to what? No, well. <laughs> focus. No side quests. Is does he have any placements in Ares Deccan 2? Maybe that's why I brought him up. No, he doesn't. Uh, no, he has doesn't. an empty Aries. But it is in the uh, 11th house. It is in the 11th house. Okay, so... So we were talking about Goodwill. <laughs> now, I'm going to play really, really, really fast and loose. Uh, the, <laughs> is the cusp of the 11th house in the second deck of Aries? Oh, God. I, I mean, I... Oh, I of the quadrant 11th house. Um, in Placid. No. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll take the lot. Wow. Okay. Well then. Um, Ares is intercepted in Placidus. That's <laughs> that's there. So yeah, does anything send Antisha to the second? Uh... <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Would it? Well, what sends Antisha to? Aries is Antisha to Virgo, so I don't think he has any Christmas there. He also has an empty Virgo. Yeah, okay, cool. So, we're not gonna talk about Zelensky's chart. It's cute. It's awesome. It explains why he was the voice. He, he was the actor of a president, and then the voice of Paddington Bear in the Ukrainian dub, and then the actual president of Ukraine. Um, and then, uh, Apparently, like white liberals, white white liberal, USians, um, way of, uh, like, new, ooh, we're gonna no, no, fantasize no, no, no. about this guy. If you watched, if you watched West Wing, he is Martin Sheen. <laughs> I don't, I don't watch West Wing. <laughs> no, no, I mean I did. <laughs> for the people who watch West Wing, that joke was for you. <laughs> you can pay you can Venmo for that joke at just kidding. <laughs> Don't Venmo at just kidding. Just Venmo yourself some stuff for enjoying this joke. <laughs> and listen to this podcast in full. Um uh, the reason we brought that up though is yeah, definitely <laughs> because um yeah, Putin does not have good advisors uh as as an autocrat. And yeah. so uh his 
his a- ability to exercise agency is is very much not colored by virtue. It is not with respect to the limitations of that agency, mm-hmm. and therefore he, he cannot wield that sort of local relativistic gravity. Uh, like People are actually repelled like by he him. Thought he could like at which before this war there was a huge mystique about the russian intelligence agencies and and that has been instantly dashed yeah they're dumbasses <laughs> oh yeah that i forget when that occurred that that war the 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 inciting of war happened when sun was in pisces and mercury was in pisces and everything I was right. bad um <laughs> So I don't think it was, it might have been around the Jupiter-Mercury opposition, or not opposition, conjunction, but it shows um, that it, leaders being under examination and with the sun exalted right now, uh, hopefully the good, the better leaders are, um, that the, the better leaders are, went out and that the leaders who were shit act better <laughs> lest they be burned yeah yeah it was it was sun and first decan of uh, Pisces Mercury was still in Aquarius apparently oh Mercury was still in Aquarius oh the conjunction to Saturn yeah okay advisors being sneaky yeah yeah Mercury and Saturn co-rule fraud yep 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 because Mercury, uh-huh. Mercury is applying judicious scientific agency in a way that cannot be detected, and Saturn is, um, well, a call to responsibility. But when that call is abdicated, is corruption and uh, yes, uh, degradation and collapse. Mm-hmm. Saturn, the malefics are threats. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the. The threat of responsibility is corruption, and the threat of action is violence. Um, yes, yes. Perfect way of delineating that, yeah. I'm gonna tweet that. <laughs> Please hold for 30 minutes as I tweet this. <laughs> um, Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking about, like, the, the exaltation degree of the sun being contained in this extremely solar decan um because i i think like i mean the whole exaltation schema mm-hmm. um it makes a lot of sense if you really really think about it even the degrees which i did not understand until very recently but uh it's all pinned to the sun uh mm-hmm. insofar as um right 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 the sun in astrology is a local point of relativistic uh, space, time, and gravity, because anything zodiacally previous to the sun is diurnalized and affecting <laughs> upon our metaphysical constructs of the world, and anything zodiacally ant- or, uh, zodiacally um, consequent to the sun is nocturnalized and materialized, and in reality, um, which uh, reminds me, I was just rereading the first chapter of. Um, Cosmos and Psyche this, uh, mm-hmm. today, and um, uh, Tarnas, he, he talks about the implications of the Copernican Revolution in a way that is really 
disillusioning of our modern perspective because now it's very easy to take for granted that the sun is the gravitational center of the solar system. Yes. Uh, because, you know, we all learned it in elementary school and we, we understand it to be a fact. Um, however, what we can tend to forget is that, uh, first of all, it was taken for granted for hundreds of years that the Earth was uh, the center of the universe because it is stable and from our perspective, unmoving. And yes. metaphorically, it is heavy and inertial and real-time and uh it's very and pulled upon by everything that wheels around it yes is... yes and it's it was very uh very much easier at the time right before we understood um the subtleties of things to believe that uh it's just the sun and moon move in circles because they're more perfect they shine <laughs> light upon everything and then everything else moves in uh complex fourier circles because it's uh, it's uh, subservient to the sun and to mm -hmm. the, pardon me to the lights. Um, however, yeah, we now know that um, the uh, Fourier patterns uh, appear from our vision because we also the this solid thing that we walk on is moving at millions of miles an hour and spinning in a way that people at the time thought would toss mountains to the ground yeah uh, and um that really pulls in another uh big broad signification of the sun being metaphysics and the ideal um side of reality insofar as just our frame of thinking our recontextualization of the facts can yeah. so dramatically shift our relationship to those facts yeah um yeah the 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 interpretation uh a lot of people the most uh, an annoying thing is that some some people will like uh, with a geocentric um model people will be like oh you're so arrogant you think you're the center of the universe just like no the center is the dregs the center is the dregs. Uh, the, the, uh, to have like a geocentric universe is based on the fact that being in the center of a spinning whirlpool is bad. Oh, okay, okay. Of, of a sequence of, of spin, of spinning okay. things, it's I bad. Was gonna, I was going to go another direction uh, and say um, another thing that we could take for granted as modern people is the idea that the sun is the functional center of the universe. When it's not really oh and yeah as far as we know right now because the universe is expanding equally at all places simultaneously all places are equally the center so what a <laughs> that is so juvenile in the best way um <laughs> And it's so solar because, like, because every individual life is is a sun. Every noun is a sun. <laughs> just like every... calculate the center of this circle on a little worksheet, and then you just circle around the circle, and then yeah. you have that you have you've included the center of that circle. You've included all centers of that circle. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so that's the universe. Everything's the center. Which also, Everything's I mean, if we just pull in the solace glyph, 
it's mm-hmm. a point with a ring around it. Any mm-hmm. anything that exists in a space, any demarcation of the universe that we can cut off discreetly. Because, like, okay, if we zoom out from the sun, it's just a part of a bigger constellation from any given perspective. Mm-hmm. Or it's just part of the galaxy. Or it's Do we know what constellation the- our sun is a part of? Well, we can't possibly, because the constellations don't exist. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Which is another solar thing. It's just an idea that we have projected onto them facts. You know, the sun, but like with Earth being at the center of a geocentric model, is uh, in in the Vedic tradition the planets are called grahas because they grasp at, they pull on, and it's like so astrology is oh these things are pulling on us this way, and so when you're in the center of a circle of things spinning around you, they're pulling on you, just the way that Jupiter pulls the sun and pulls us. Um, out of uh, out of our orbit sometimes, um, mm-hmm. and and yeah, that's another thing. Is like um, one of the main go-to arguments against astrology is how can the planets have an effect on us? And I would argue they don't really necessarily, or I mean, yeah, they do in very subtle ways like that, or like mm-hmm. definitely the moon controls the tides and Jupiter pulls asteroids into weird trajectories that they wouldn't otherwise take. And causes yeah, ice ages for us. Wobbles, wobbles our axis. But, mm-hmm. more than that, um, all of the planets are, if you travel backwards in time, are made from the same disk of non-differentiated dust. Yep. Which eventually separated out into layers and formed the planets. And the only reason the sun exists is because a, a different star died yeah i was like so stars as stars as nouns as yeah yeah so (laughs) yes (laughs) uh what i wanted to get at with dregs is that the sun being at the center of the universe is or or at the center of the solar system shows that like our the like in astrology kind of makes astrology more or you could make an argument that it makes astrology more necessary because instead of Earth, all of us being in it, in the shit together, we are experiencing transits, and the symbol of our identities are is being pulled upon by all the various forces and, that we and perceive. And the very the Earth itself is one of these things that is in flux, is dependent upon the fluid nature of the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which yeah, turn I started the, the I started the sun is fluid conversation, and mm-hmm. I completely forgot the sun was fluid, and I am hit <laughs> by it again. The sun is a uh, fluid. Tarnus Anything is that's not solid is a fluid. Sorry, Tarnus <laughs> is a dapple. No, 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 totally. <laughs> Different uh, articulations of history, basically. Mm-hmm. Insofar as the canonical, I mean, he says Western, which I disagree with, but you know, the white articulation of history is mm-hmm. one of progress in which we conquer and better understand so as to execute agency upon the material Mm -hmm. world which we see as lesser than and to be discarded in many ways uh, as opposed to uh, a more indigenous way of thinking which sees all objects as being in constant mutual participation with one another yes and both yes. of these are are equally 
internally coherent articulations of the facts, or rather, and also this indigenous perspective would include a narrative of fall in which we mm-hmm. slowly become less entangled with things and more self-destructive. Uh, yeah, like these are like all of true narratives <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because they are drawing on equal facts, but whichever one you're currently employing will dramatically shift the way that those facts are ana- analyzed and the I like that facts point. are emphasized. I like that point of the entangled, less, the less entangled you are with the other things that are participating in reality with you, um, mm-hmm. the more self-destructive you are because that's how Europe got that way. Um, they they destroyed themselves, then they went out and conquered to subsume things into themselves and destroyed those things that they tried to subsume into themselves. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking to the witch trials, to the witch hunts where um, someone, where a lot of midwives were killed mm-hmm. and it took 400 years to regain the knowledge that they had because the midwives were killed because they were considered witches for knowing how to use anesthetics oh, oh, uh, helping oh. abortions but they they, they also they, they also had anesthetics they knew what know. um stuff to give they had anesthetics in uh ancient hawaii too and well not ancient but like pre-colonial pre-colonial contact they had uh, anesthetics as well mm-hmm. um they like you they, they know what herbs to do that like because it's very easy to figure out eventually, oh, this lady ate that herb and she doesn't have a kid anymore. So <laughs> she's not going to have yeah, a kid yeah. anymore. Okay, cool. The, that's, this uh, is, yeah, this is knowledge that can be utilized to enact agency upon our community. Yep. Uh, legit, my mom, uh, I was shopping at uh, the Home Depot garden section with, with my mom and we were walking past the flowers and she was just like, we, we, were, we were walking, we were just looking at all the plants got to the flowers my mom points to a few i forget what they are um and i'm not gonna suggest that you do that she points to a few flowers and it's just like oh those that's for when you don't want a baby <laughs> um i was like okay okay that's like that's for abortions okay cool and i was like okay because it's like yeah 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 totally 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 why did abortions come up uh because uh the european witch hunts Yes, I'm thinking. Do they? De- are is this a tangent that we need to recover from, or is it going to loop back towards towards um, the sun? Towards I the mean, sun. I think. I think so because I mean, yeah, the um, the major impetus behind that was uh, to enforce patriarchy and mm-hmm. to establish a coercive norm uh, of uh, of social organization and to yeah um in so far in so doing um mm-hmm. erase and criminalize uh queerness and yep. and also uh that kind of entangled relationship to the the world which is native to all people but yes. was burned out of europe yes yes very much burned out of europe and it wasn't just Christianity that did that, because the, there's a reason why a lot of Christian festivals are pagan festivals, and it's not oh the Christians stole it. It's the Christians were just like, hey, let's do all, let's all do this thing. We did they they did do pagan slaughter. That's that's the true. First, 
It's just there's a lot more assimilation. The first Christians were anarchist mystics, and there have always been Christian mystics. The Mm -hmm. only problem with modern Christianity is that it's so entangled with state fascist power. And not entangled at all with lived experience of people in the present. With the ensouled world, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Which is why uh, it's it's lazy for people to be like, uh, oh, and I know why we're talking about Christianity because they they celebrate their mass on Sundays and Sunday's a solar day. Solar cult. It's a solar cult. It's a solar cult. They they literally have a guy that was born and then died and then three days later was born was re- was re- was revivified on as an idea, a Sunday as a disembodied entity. as as a yeah. And also, yeah, like, the whole narrative is pinning the sun, like, literally, the S-O-N sun, onto the cross of materiality. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, I really, I don't care if Jesus actually lived. It's the metaphor Mm -hmm. that's important. Mm -hmm. And also, that brings us right back to virtue, this co-equal gravity between three entities. Um... The actually salvageable good idea from Christianity is the recognition of the self in the other, and this grows naturally into an anarchist ethic. Yes, and and I feel like a lot of people misunderstand anarchy in that they understand anarchy as a martial thing. That's just that that's not correct. Anarchy might need to start out as a martial thing because of yeah, how. Not- hegemonic our 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 society is right but it is anarchy is a necessitary necessitates solar action because it's state state of lowest energy Uh, state of lowest energy and personal sovereignty is the sovereignty is most accessible in yes in in the state and anarchy Anarchy is a without an art coercion. Yes, without coercion, and so it's like a monarchy is one person at the top of an arc. Anarchy is no person at the top of an arc. Everyone's just it's equal team structure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is a very three of wands thing because uh, the state of lowest maintaining energy requires that we all equally defend the sovereignty of each other. Yes. Yes. That. That's what's salvageable about Texas. <laughs> Maybe not Texas, but just the general South of just like, I may not like what you're saying, but I'll defend your, <laughs> I'll defend your right to say it. <laughs> Thinking of a, a comedy that I watched where <laughs> someone, some a British guy, the Scottish guy told. Uh, joke about Christianity in the South and uh, <laughs> someone uh, stood up and lifted and showed him his gun and then another person was just like, hey, don't worry. If he shoots you, I'll shoot him. <laughs> and, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's anarchy. <laughs> yep. That's anarchy. That's the start of it. We're not like, we like anarchy is just having everyone be empowered to be that guy if they want and no one 
in no office acting on it. having no like it's not those guys being in office it's those guys just being there <laughs> and everyone being able to be a guy that's just there because yeah yeah Democratic or a person that's just there is martial is the application of unilateral force upon another yeah because it like it's deceptive in that it's like oh everyone gets to vote about who is going to vote for them yeah exactly exactly everyone gets to make decisions about who decides for them yeah you get to choose your king you get to choose your duchy i feel it i duchy is not a word or it's not a word about nobility. And you can choose but, which petty tyrant gets to govern eight hours of your day. Yes, yes, those are all your choices. <laughs> like I, that's the, that's the burden hours. of choice. <laughs> it's the fact that all the choice, all the all the fun choices are not available not to you. Uh, not options unless you're born rich, and even then, you can't make decisions that would actually make things Oh, and you everyone. get to choose your literal landlord. <laughs> Sometimes people like I, you could you could technically I'm sure risk people vet their landlords if they're not going to buy the house wholesale. Sure. But like Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. choose among the options available, yeah. Look at us talking <laughs> about anarchy on a solar podcast. Confirmation that the sun agrees with anarchy. Right, right, yeah. Which, like, yeah, Book of the Law, and then also uh, Freedom is a Double-Edged Sword by Jack Parsons, which is not exactly an articulation explicitly of anarchy, because I think just he didn't have that available to him. Mm -hmm. But it is very much like, I hate autocratic power. I hate democracy, or sorry, sorry. I hate autocratic power that pretends to be democracy, and I hate autocratic power that pretends to be communism. That's another thing. Communism can't exist as a state yeah, exactly. government. It's a contradiction of terms. Because a government means a, a set of minds that control what goes on, and com com communism implies community. Community. <laughs> communism is a union, it's basically. Yeah. yeah. So like it is macrocosmic abuse mm -hmm. and as uh, you know democracy so true democracy socialism is macrocosmic friendship if you uh if you're going to unionize you should unionize and yeah. also um speaking of unionize imagine the weird egregore that protects police from the consequences of their actions imagine if there was a good version of that that's unions yes because it's literally the police union that stops people from getting fired and that and changes it to suspended with pay and that could happen to people who are actually doing good in the world if they yeah someone fighting what them. if that happened to teachers yeah what if that happened to baristas people who are, whose job is not killing yes and i want to say i'm gonna quote brennan lee mulligan in that uh or paraphrase that any fucking job that's like high octane high oh i make this much money oh i do this i do this a barista does more good for the world yeah does more work does more good for the world um actually provides a service to the community actually provides a service um and remediates people's mercury so whereas accountants 
they just uh, figure out how much taxes you owe because we don't fund the IRS enough to tax billionaires. Yep. Yep. Accountants aren't there are legitimately so horrible people. Yeah, they're, they're, but like, but they're they're a generally useless job. A, uh, my dad has. Um, I don't like my my dad's take on the true structure or like the true metaphysical structure is also in areas um, of the church. Is that the highest, the the highest station in the church is the nun in the convent because she's uh it's the most that the nun in convent is the most open position to everyone and it is the closest to or it's con he considers it the closest to god because right, right. it is um actually about commuting directly actually about actually commuting directly about actually about staying in presence of doing, the sun of life good in the community yeah ideally <laughs> so, yes ideally so do that do that you don't have to be a nun to do that you actually there, it's better that you not be a nun to do that because <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. I mean, a lot of nuns do good because they mesh well with the system that is there. So um, do good, and so find a system that is good for you that you mesh well with, and do good through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was a little doubting that I was like, how did we get over here? But the Deccan is literally called virtue. Um, and also called established strength and I'm a Mercury and right. Pisces my established strength is rambling <laughs> um, it is we've been talking for an hour and 22 minutes um, I don't think I have anything else I wanted to bring I don't harness have... I'm glad I did yes. I'm glad my mind summoned up Relativistic gravity, that was, <laughs> that was helpful. That was, yes, that was a good run. Um, death. Death. Pardon? Death? Uh, yeah, there's, there's death here. Okay. Um, it's okay, opposite, yeah, yeah. uh, double, uh, the opposites. The op the opposite Deccan is double ruled by Saturn. You're right, you're right. Um, so, the, did, yeah, yeah. I was confused when you said it, but it makes a lot of sense now um, that um, the this maximum exaltation of the sun is always informed by its opposite, the double double ruled Saturn. It's not the exaltation degree of Saturn, but um, it's always informed by uh, Saturnian energy and the awareness that you will die eventually. <laughs> Metaphysical limited. Yes. Because and that you need to that your your metaphysics needs flaw, to live past your physical existence the fundamental flaw of every coercive hierarchy of monarchy is eventually the even if you have a good king one day he will die in a democracy even if you have a good president someday there has to be another election or mm -hmm. he will die uh even if, yeah like uh even if you have a good general secretary someday he has to appoint somebody new yes Yes. And that's that's why hierarchical power is inherently unstable and eventually uh, self-defeating, no matter mm -hmm. what, is because it becomes rigid and brittle and top-heavy. Yes. 
And that's why that's why Putin will Anarchy. take Ukraine. And that's why Afghanistan is the graveyard of empires. I wonder what sign Afghanistan is associated with. Because <laughs> I know that they probably would have, the ancients, because they did. They did. Afghanistan sign association. Maybe sign is not is a little bit big. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Virtue is informed by the awareness that you cannot execute upon everything constantly. Yes. That at some point you will die. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, like, uh, or else you need to delegate power. Mm -hmm. Or you you will be infirm and need someone to take over for you temporarily. And you need to make sure that you have set up a system that fosters positive outcomes in the absence of your constant conscious application of force. That is virtue. Mm -hmm. State of lowest maintaining energy. Yeah, doing kind things because it's good to be kind, not because, oh, maybe I'll get rewarded for this. What if I get punished for doing this kind thing for this bad person? Just be kind. Kind, not nice, kind. (laughs) Kind is empathic in nature. Nice is more of display. Is sitting down and showing respect while somebody else insults your wife on live television. Yes. <laughs> kindness. It was a kindness for Will Smith to sm- smack Chris Rock. And I love Both that his wife this is a fire... Yes, because it, it was it was a kindness to Chris Rock. Because ruthlessness is mercy upon ourselves. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't necessarily ruthless either. It was like he... It was a, a very he, controlled, open-handed slap, yeah. Yes, it was a very... Contro- <laughs> I mean... Honestly, he, like, 20 years of making jokes about his wife. Oh, God, yeah, he deserved it. That I, yeah, I would, I would do something. <laughs> I, I could, he, he could have killed him and I would have held it, held yeah, it against no, him. Totally. Yeah, no, really. And Chris Rock's statement, while he wouldn't have gotten to say it, would have still been true. Best night, was, greatest was, night in the history of television. It was the supreme kindness that all it was was a slap. Yeah. Yeah. Because in front of millions. <laughs> uh, this is the Aries Libra axis of just like, okay, here's the pre- presentation of how we do, how, like, how relationships do, how this is what, this is what's going on, this is how we present it, but also like, ah. War. Um, I'm thinking of the TikTok audio where um, some white dude is. I'm feeling the effects of masculinity right now. I feel the testosterone. I want to go to war. I want a lightsaber. <laughs> uh, I, I messed up the uh, audio, but it's the it's just that increase. And honestly, what a great Aries energy. So, yeah, that's, there's 
always more and more to say about anything in astrology. That's kind of all that I feel That's prompted to say. Yeah. yeah, it's a good topic. Um, yeah, we talked about the exaltation and how um, a good uh, egg and a, a highly exalted king always answers to his servants and the people mm-hmm. who um, stuff and the bounds of Mercury and we'll see and we'll get to the juicy parts of this decan in transit when we get to it so see you guys then all right bye once my computer stops me bye